You're listening to the It's Not Your Diary podcast, and I'm your host, Ty. Here, we combine faith, tough topics, and journaling to maintain our wellness through life's everyday struggles and to reach generational healing. So get ready for some deep, eye-opening conversations and get ready to take notes. Remember, it's not your diary because what we journal about affects the generations to come. What are you leaving for the generations that come after you? Don't know? Well, let me help you. Just grab a pen, your diary, or a journal, and let's get into the show. What's in your diary? 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 Welcome back to another episode of the It's Not Your Diary podcast. I'm your host, Ty, and I'm here with my co-host. Hey, y'all. It's Carla. so before we get into our topic for today i did want to go ahead and give a shout out to all of our new listeners so this is episode six of the podcast and it's just been going so great we've um just been getting a lot of positive feedback so shout out to all the new listeners our listeners in the uh, in Illinois, of course, because that's where we are, New Jersey, Texas, the UK, y'all are like faithful listeners, the Netherlands, y'all are faithful listeners as well. Um, so I said Texas, California, New York, and France, y'all are new. So thanks for tuning in with us. And mm-hmm. yes, thank you. And I wanted to let y'all know that, okay, I'm doing a giveaway. So we're doing three different giveaways. But some people already started, but I have to let y'all know. Okay, so this is how you enter to win. You have to screen record yourself listening to your favorite podcast episode or just any episode, but you actually have to like screenshot it or record it. Um, so that's one. Then you have to share your that favorite episode on your Instagram or Facebook and tag us. Okay, that's the next one. Three is to tag us. Oh, tag us in the post. That's the last one. But then in the comments, I wrote, you have to send me the screenshots, please, because I won't see it. So I have to be able to see like who did it so y'all can't enter to win. Once you do that, I'm going to tell you what the options are of what you could possibly win. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, so it's three different giveaways and I'm doing it next month. So I'll just kind of remind y'all. Um over the next two episodes so y'all can enter to win it's just a thank you to all our new listeners so i appreciate y'all so much but we're gonna go ahead and jump right in get into the topic for this week our topic is obscurity (sighs) obscurity i know (laughs) like y'all watching the video y'all can see our facial expression so I got three definitions. I looked this up and I got three definitions. So I'm going to read all of them. Obscurity is the state of being unknown. Obscurity is the quality of being difficult to understand. And obscurity is a thing that is unclear or difficult to understand. So that is our definition. And we just going to go ahead and break it down. Make sure y'all got y'all journals or diaries ready to take some notes. Carla, did you have any stories <laughs> for us? Okay, so when we were talking about this episode, a bunch of Bible characters came up, but um, 
One that really kind of stood out to me was Joseph. So if you go to Genesis 37, you can read his story there. I'm going to give you guys like a quick overview of what happened. So basically, Joseph is, you know, the youngest brother out of a bunch of brothers that he has. And he's favored. So one day he has a dream, you know, that he's basically in a higher position than his brothers. They get mad. They, they're, they're jealous of him. So they plan to sell him to into slavery. So Joseph gets sold into slavery. Like he doesn't even know why he doesn't understand why his brothers did that to him. Like he has no idea why his life is like turning upside down. Mm. So he goes to become a slave. Then he's highly favored. Cause God is, if you read the story, God is with him throughout this whole thing. And it's, he keeps saying, and the Lord was with him. God was with him. So when he goes to Egypt, you know, he becomes a slave. Um, He's highly favored. He gets into a position with, um, I believe it's the Pharaoh, and he gets to serve. Then messy boots happens. The Pharaoh's wife accuses him of trying to sleep with him. They throw him into jail. Joseph is like, dang, what I do? Like, why is my life like this? Blah, blah, blah. You know, but through it all, he remains faithful with God. And I believe it was really his per- his purpose. Ah, his perspective mm-hmm. is what kind of helped him through all that messiness. You know, he ends up, what's that called? Interpreting dreams for two people that are in prison. Mm. This gets back to Pharaoh. Joseph can interpret dreams. So Joseph goes, he interprets the dream. Then he, once again, he's highly favored. They make him in charge of all this stuff. It turns out that there's this um, seven good years that the country's going to have and seven bad years of famine. And, you know, Joseph does his thing, his thing. And he brings prosperity to the country. Then they go into the famine and his brothers end up coming back. Mm. And he's in that higher position that, than they are. And they don't know that that's his brother. That's the crazy part. Like, they have no idea. They think they're talking to somebody who's all high and mighty. But this whole story, it, it just talks about how Joseph never really knows where he's going next. He's constantly on this roller coaster. But God is with him throughout this whole roller coaster in the high and in the lows. And in every part of his story, God is showing him and teaching him what he needs for the next move. So, yeah, that's just a quick overview. If you have time, I highly suggest that you go through it. It's very interesting. Yeah. One thing I like about his story, well, hopefully y'all do have time and I'm going to put the um, chapter in the show notes. But one thing that is crazy that his brothers came back and then they didn't even recognize that it was him. Mm -mm. So I think it just shows like sometimes where God is taking us. Okay, first off, what he's taking us through is so important, but then like where he's taking us, people we know might not even recognize that new version or that version of us. Oh, Ty dropping a knowledge bomb. That's good. Yeah, that uh, that stood out to me. So we are going to go into four different points over this whole episode. We're going to touch on how to wait, our focus while we're waiting, and getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. 
being in the hidden place, God hiding us. So one thing that I really realized um, on my own journey now, I always try to share my journey, but your journey might be different. But one thing that I started to realize was that when we're going through obscurity or when I was going through it, I was thinking like about how I was getting impatient and I was thinking like, okay, well, what if this continues to happen? Also thinking about, okay, what if I start to feel confused? You know, what if I start to feel uncomfortable? You know, what if I start to focus on the wrong things? So these were some of the things that like I was mainly focused on and thinking about like the consequences of where I was going in obscurity. So the consequences of being impatient, it's like, okay, now I'm going to try to go control everything, you know, because I'm not Mm -hmm. waiting. And then thinking that I can do it on my own when clearly I can't. (laughs) And then the consequences of being confused and not giving up on the things that God might have laid out in front of me or just what he has planned, you know, like just giving up. Like he might reveal something to me and then I'm just like, seems too big. He revealed something to me this weekend and I was like, okay. And then um, the consequences with just like being uncomfortable, but reverting back to the comfort. It's like, this is a consequence. Like, I'm not stepping out in obscurity. I'm consistently going back because I'm doing what I want to do. And Mm -hmm. like there's consequences to that. And then also my focus being in the wrong place. That is unproductive to the part, like for the purposes that God has for me and the purpose of the obscurity. Like what am I learning? And, um, What are your thoughts about the consequences of the decisions that we make while in obscurity? So for me, I notice as like in the culture, the the cool thing is to be seen. You know, everybody wants to be known for something. Everybody, oh, I'm starting my new business. I'm doing this and this and that. I'm hustling. I'm grinding. Like, why do we want to be known so much for what we're doing? Mm. I've learned that like in obscurity, God is going to craft you. Mm. You know, he's going to in your moments of obscurity is where you're supposed to perfect your craft. Yeah. Like we don't need to be seen. We don't need validation from other people, Mm. you know, and that's where it could get messy because if we're sharing too much and then we're seeking that validation (laughs) from other people. Yeah. Other people are not going to give it to us. Maybe some, but most people will not give it to us. And then that's when you start questioning yourself. Like, am I supposed to be doing what I'm doing? Um, Is this really meant for me? Is God called me to this? Has God, does God really want me to do this business? And then that's then, girl, that's how the enemy gets you. Right. You start thinking, you start doubting yourself. Mm -hmm. And we already know God, God is like, no, you're supposed to be doing this. So why are you questioning something that I told you that you are going to do? Yeah, exactly. You know? And it's like, if he said it, that's it. Right. Period, Pooh. Mm-hmm. One thing that I realized about obscurity 
is that just not knowing it can just be so uncomfortable to the point where you just are trying to avoid it by <laughs> means it's like yes I think that's the toughest thing but understanding that I had to be patient or I would miss the lessons that God was trying to teach me in obscurity right mm-hmm. now in obscurity because I feel like right now um and I'm gonna go into that a little more but yeah just being patient because if I wasn't patient I would miss the lessons like not forcing myself to take over control but just like being patient when I feel like I need to take control and then praying for clarity and just trusting that if God is going to give it to me, he's going to give it to me. Like, don't even think about it. Oh, and then um, the next point was getting comfortable with being uncomfortable and just walking through unclear territory. Now, for me, I feel like this is something that I'm constantly working on Mm because I always know that God is pushing me to be uncomfortable. But I don't know. It's something in like getting comfortable with being uncomfortable that I can't, I can't really get with it. Yeah. Regardless, regardless because of like what I'm supposed who, to do. Who wants to be uncomfortable? It's right. awkward. It's weird. It's, I don't know. It's, uh, I applaud you for that. Cause I know I've seen you, you always, you're always putting yourself in uncomfortable situations and I'm trying to learn that. And it's so hard Ty. like, that's why you're like my hero sometimes because, and we've, we spoke about it a little bit. I think uh, the last episode mm-hmm. of, of us together, like how I'm at work and I just have this really uncomfortable situation and I've been trying so hard not to run away from it. And I keep asking God in prayer, like, what is it that you're trying to show me? What is it that I cannot see in this moment right now? Right. There's a reason you have me here and I'm wanting to run away from it. But you you have me stuck here for a reason and I can't see it right now. But Lord, please give me the clarity I need because it's driving me to the nuts. Yeah. Yeah. You do just want to run away. But then also, like when you think about it, it's like, okay what is this supposed to be teaching me like you said and then like not taking over control like being mm-hmm. patient even though it's uncomfortable like all things like all the the opposite of what we learn yeah and that's what make it so hard because it's like this is so new like we didn't grow up learning to be uncomfortable and like keep trying even when you want to give up like in some aspects, I guess we did, but not really. I know I didn't. <laughs> right. And it's so funny you bring that up because growing up, I felt like what I was taught is like, oh, God's gonna God's gonna fix all your problems. God's gonna take all away this uh, take away all the stuff that you don't want in your life. You just gotta pray about it. But we forget sometimes God puts us into the problem because we have been called to be solutions Mm -hmm. and he's called us to do more. And that's where I'm like, Ooh, Lord, why? (laughs) Right. Like why? And then, um, and I'm going to recap these two, but we also have to end up shifting our focus and like our heart posture. Like what are we focused on? Where is our heart like 
if something is happening, are you trying to figure out what's going on? Are you allowing God to be God? Are you giving up? Like, you know, where is your heart? And um, this pretty much allows us to continue to produce, even though it makes no sense, like there's a purpose for it. So maintaining our focus on what God needs us to focus on and in doing all of these things. So if I go back over the points, well, I'll go back over them towards the end, but in doing all these things, obscurity goes from being a problem to being a process. Oh, fire. <laughs> yeah. Fire, fire, fire. Then it goes from being a mystery to a solution. And then from being so complicated to being clear and simple. And from being difficult to being delicate. And so when I was like going back over this, I was like, okay, so obscurity is a process to a solution that's clear and simple, but also delicate. But we have to get to a point where we're not looking at it like a problem. You know, us being patient is a part of the process. Like, it's a mystery. We don't understand. It's the unknown. But that is getting us to the solution. So if I'm fasting for something, it's like, okay, you're fasting. But now what if the things that you fasting for, God needs to put you through a process? That process is obscurity. So when I was thinking about it, I'm like, okay, God, like I understand I'm praying to be the woman that you need me to be. I'm praying for the obedience, for the discipline. But what if that all takes you going through obscurity? What if that takes the unknown? You know, he he might not line up everything the way that we need it to be sometimes. So I was Mm -hmm. thinking about it. I'm like, okay, so this is the process. Like me learning how to pray consistently is a part of the solution. Like even in my marriage, you know, I talked about last week, like this is all a process, a part of the solution of things that I've been praying for. But if I let obscurity, if I let this unknown, if I let this hidden place get to me, then what I'm praying for, like I'm fighting myself like in this. Yeah, it's just I'm my own worst enemy because this obscurity is going to get me to a solution like. It doesn't make sense for a reason. Obscurity goes from being difficult to delicate, which I look at delicate as being the hidden place mm-hmm. where God has us, where our focus is shifting because he's hiding us, he's protecting us. And for so long, I was saying like isolation, like God had me isolated. And then today I found out from my mentor, she's like, no, she was like, the devil isolates you. But God hides you. Like, protects you. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I was looking at it all wrong. So I had to like come back and be like, no, okay, not isolation, hiding. And it all makes sense now because the process to the solution is clear and simple because I just need to be obedient and doing the things that God needs me to do. And he's just hiding me to do all of that. So that he can birth the things that I'm, that he knows I can be, you know, things that I'm praying for, the things Mm -hmm. that we need, you know, and finding peace, wherever it is that we need, or we know that God is trying to do in our lives, like he's going to take us through obscurity. 
That's so powerful. And I loved your last episode because I was dealing with the same thing, Ty. And it was nice to know, like, I could relate to somebody else because Mm -hmm. for the longest time, I want to say, like, when I first started our, our, what is it called? The book club. Mm -hmm. I was, I've just been battling my feelings. I've been battling my feelings and it's so hard. Like, one of the examples was I was supposed to move out with my cousin and, you know, I felt, I felt God gave me the yes, mm-hmm. you know? And I was like, yes, you know, like this is going to happen. It's meant to happen. I'm going to move in with my cousin. She's a God fearing woman. Mm-hmm. We, this, this is going to work. And I was so excited. And then things didn't fall through like how they, they were supposed to. And my feelings were hurt and I was taking it very personal And I, you know, I turned to God and I was like, during, and during all this, I was seeing people gift stuff to her for her new apartment. And I'm just like, God, like, why are you making me see this? What is the point of this? Like, Mm. I'm I'm in my feelings right now. I don't want to be, but you know what? I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray over her. I'm going to pray over her place, her mental health, because, you know, a lot of it had to do with her mental health. Mm -hmm. And I had to understand, like, it's not about me. You know, and he's like, I need you to pray over her, pray over her place, pray, pray, just pray over her. And I'm just like, oh, God, this is so you're making me see something that I wanted for myself happen Mm -hmm. for somebody else. But you know what? I'm just going to pray. I'm just going to pray. And then like these tests just kept happening back to back to back to where like, I'm just like, why am I feeling like this? Why? I know I'm not supposed to be like this. I know feelings are deceiving. We know that from the Bible, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, God, search my heart. God, teach me teach me what I need to learn in order to, like, move my feelings to the side. Yeah. And what happens? I'm now applying for a position at work to be a manager. And to be a manager, I asked, I had asked my my boss's significant other, I was like, hey, do you have any advice? He's a, he was a regional manager for Marshalls. Mm. And he, the first thing he tells me is like, you never want to go into a situation and, and view it from the, the perspective of your feelings. Mm. And I said, oh my gosh, God. This whole time you have been training me to yeah. step aside from my feelings and come to you first mm-hmm. through prayer. And it just all clicked. I had that same moment like, whoa, God, like <laughs> you are so sovereign. You knew through all this I was going to be battling my feelings, trying to figure out why this and this and that. But you have been helping me learn mm-hmm. how to go to you in prayer, seek you first, and you're going to handle the rest. Right. And, and it didn't like, make sense. It made no, girl, it made no sense. I'm just like, God, I'm over here getting hurt. My feelings is hurt. Like, why am I going through all this? But, but heart posture. But my heart posture has been changing. Mm-hmm. I ask the Holy Spirit all the time, like, give me the spiritual vision I need to see this, to see where I'm at in the way you see it. What yeah. lessons do I need to learn? Like, like, what do you need me to grasp from this season that I'm not getting right now so mm-hmm. that I can be in alignment with God's plan and God's yep. will? Yep, absolutely. And that's good, asking to be in alignment with his plan. Because mm-hmm. 
his plan. Sometimes it just is not going to make sense. It's not. And that's the thing. And sometimes we're going to try and fight it. We're going to, but it's better to submit to -hmm. his plan than try and fight against it. Right. So I do want to recap the four points because I kind of had just like kept going over them. So one, uh, if you're ready, go ahead and write it down. Practice patience. So while in obscurity, we practice in patience. Mm -hmm. Pray for clarity. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And then four is shift your focus and heart posture. And honestly, just asking God to help you in all these areas will be best because, like, you know, it's not going to happen just like on your own. He got to be the one to step in and help us always. Right. And he's he's going to prepare you for your next. I feel like we're all obsessed with what's next. Let's live in the now. Mm -hmm. Let's submit ourselves to the now. You know, we don't have to be in such a rush. God is not a God that's in a rush. He's always going to take his time. Like you said, God is always going to have us in a process. Mm -hmm. So there's no need to be rushing to the next. He's molding you now for the next. Yep. Um, I did want to share just a a small quote, and it comes from the book To Hell with the Hustle. We actually read it together, Mm -hmm. and he talks, he has a whole chapter dedicated to obscurity, and this is what I want to tell you guys. It says, the goal of life is not to be dramatic, notice, striking, eye-catching, breathtaking, glorious, remarkable, or fantastic. God already notices you. His eye is caught by you. You take his breath away. So never forget that. Mm, I love that. And then one other question. In shifting our focus, when it comes to obscurity, what do you feel like are things that you would recommend people to shift their focus to? Or what should the focus be on going through obscurity? Personally, for me, when mm-hmm. I, being that I'm in it, I'd be like, God, like, I ask him all the time, like, what is it that you need me to focus on? Mm-hmm. Is it my heart posture? Is there some, like, is there um, some heart surgery that needs to be done? I asked him directly. I need to know what he needs me to work on. Mm-hmm. Because obviously he's putting me in obscurity for a reason. There's something he's right. trying to better. So every morning I'm asking God, like, I want to be in your will. What is it that I need to do? in order to be in your will, Mm -hmm. you know? And I always say it, but you need to dive into your word, like dive into the word of God because it's going to read you. Yep. It's going to read you. And you're going to be like, wow, this is exactly what I needed. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Get you all the way together. Mm -hmm. So honestly, for me, I feel like the same just focusing more on who God is and surrounding myself with like being in his presence more, uh, reading his word more, and just really like cutting out the outside noise and just understanding like, okay, God is, he has me in the, the season of obscurity, like to protect me. 
Yeah. Like there's something in me that he's protecting. Like this is not to hurt me, like shifting my perspective on like what's actually happening. Because sometimes when I was like a little younger in my faith, I would be like, you know, thinking it was like a punishment, but not looking at it like, yeah, like, no, this is a, um, um, like a not a punishment but just like a pushing like you're pushing me in a different way yeah so yeah shifting the my perspective just like on what the season of obscurity or just being in obscurity was but i do want to shift gears we are gonna go ahead and do our melody of the week segment i love that <laughs> I love that. I love that idea. I know when I have my own podcast, I'm doing that because, you know, I feel like there's not a lot of um, good Christian stations. So you don't know what's what fire is out there. So I love that you're doing this. Right. So this new this is a girl that I had just downloaded this. And like one time she came on, she was giving me like Nicki Minaj, Cardi B vibes. Wait, if I gotta compare it, her to anybody, can I guess? Mm-hmm. Is it one day? Yes. Oh, no! <laughs> yes. She's good. I love her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like beautiful, her beautiful young lady. She's mm-hmm. so good. So uh, the song for this week is "More to Me" by One Day. And then I just want to read the beginning because I really felt like this kind of resonated with what we're talking about. So it starts off, it says, hey, I can see it. I'm beautiful. Hey, now I can see and it's beautiful. So I'm just read the first little part. It says, feel you all over me. I feel you all under me. Oh, Lord, you're molding me. Show me there's more to me. I don't understand. What do you see in me? Oh, Lord, you're molding me show me there's more to me and i really just thought this was perfect because it's like she don't understand she getting molded she's in her season of obscurity and i'm just like yes this is the song for the week um i love it yes yes uh i'll so go download her music if you don't listen to her she's great our next segment another new segment is our advice segment. So this one, I actually posted first on Instagram. I was like, hey, should we add an advice segment? People voted yes. So I said, okay, shoot me some questions. So I got two questions here. The first question, Carla, I'm gonna let you go first. So the question is, how do I avoid failure and embarrassment in life? Okay, I'm going to keep it 1,000. You should totally invite failure into your life. I know. Look, so I be going to the gym, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I, for the longest time, I was avoiding doing certain exercises because I feel like I'd look goofy. Mm-hmm. But my, I was talking to my cousin the other day, and she's like, dude, we all feel like that. Like, don't even worry. Like, nobody's going to notice. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Let me just, if I look goofy, I look goofy. I don't care. And now I'm in, 
Now I'm just bothering everybody at the gym. I don't care who you are. I'll be like, Hey, can you check my form? Am I, am I doing this right? Like, you know, is my squat good? Like, are my bent rows good? I don't care. Mm -hmm. So you know what? Don't be afraid to fail because even if we fail, God's going to use that for our benefit. Exactly. Exactly. And I can't believe I'm saying this and I have trouble like following my own advice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. It's so much easier to give advice. It's so much easier it. said than done. Yeah. You know how people be like uh, to their kids, do as I say, not as I do. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's a lot easier to give some good advice than to take it, huh? Right. But don't don't be afraid of failure. Like, right. own it's your failure. Who cares? Like, if you fail, you get up, you do it again, and you do it better. That's it. Mm-hmm. So true. We actually did an episode, um, season two, episode 10. We talked about failing forward and pretty much using your failure to allow you to learn and grow. Failing forward. Ooh, that's yeah. that's a life motto, girl. Ooh, I love it. Yeah. And oh, the other part was an embarrassment like you got um embarrassment. Just laugh it off. Yeah, nobody likes like... nobody likes somebody who can't laugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I feel like just pray, like if you care a lot about what other people think, like that's something that God needs to work Ooh. on in you, you know? Yeah. yeah that's, that's people pleasing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You like, honestly, even talking on this podcast, I'll like li- listen to the podcast and I'm just mm-hmm. like, wow, Carla, you cannot speak like <laughs> you be tripping up on your words and stuff like that. But whatever. I'm just like, who cares? I'm trying to get a point across. God is the one who's like letting these words come out. So whatever. I don't care. I don't let the enemy enemy like, there you go. You see, I can't even talk, but (laughs) whatever. Yeah. And it might be like a little bit of fear too, you know, fear just like kind of holding you back. So I would say just meditate on Psalms 56.3. That's my last Question two was, where should I start in becoming a different and better version of myself? Don't start with a big old change. Start with the small things. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know exactly what you're pertaining to to become a better version of yourself. But I know for me, it's the baby steps that I've been taking Yeah. in order to become a better version of myself. So, for example, like. With my diet, I'm not going to just stop eating carbs altogether. Hell no, no way. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make a healthier choice. So make healthier choices for yourself. Um, if you're somebody who needs to be more productive, start by waking up early. You know, how are you setting up your days? Just stuff like that. Just start with the small, st- start with the small things that can become a pattern that then can become like a rhythm. Yeah. And then you take off from there. I feel like. I agree. I like how you said start with the small things. I um, wanted to say my only answer was this, this here packet. (laughs) So the journaling guide is actually. I'm going to go ahead and read it. Oh, goodness. Feeling, feeling forward right now. Okay. (laughs) Begin learning and understanding 
who you are over the next 52 weeks, pretty much a year. Give yourself grace to be who you are while you start to recognize the areas you need to grow in. Open up and be vulnerable with yourself because you owe yourself. So this focuses on the eight areas of wellness and getting to know yourself better. All you got to do is subscribe. 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 Yep. It's not your diary.com and it's free. So go ahead and get that and then start journaling about you. And then it'll all come. You know, those baby steps like Carla said. Man, that's that's good. That was for me because my goal for February is to journal more. I feel like I do a lot of like Bible study note taking, mm-hmm. but for some reason, I don't want to talk about myself. <laughs> like to, to to me, to me, like and mm-hmm. be like really honest and raw. I've been avoiding it. I don't know why, but I've also been avoiding getting a therapist. So I guess <laughs> there's that. Yeah, I um just called a therapist so I could start back going because. I've been doing a lot of video journaling. And once I start video journaling, you know, life getting real. Oh, that is such a good idea, Ty. Video journaling. Video journaling for me is like, that's like step three. You know, you got like just regular, just writing it out. No, no, I'm processing, processing here. Mm -hmm. Then I'm writing it out if I'm real stressed out. Then if I'm video journaling, I got a lot of like that I got to (laughs) say. I think I should. I think I personally should start with that because Mm -hmm. I'm not I've I've always hated writing. Yeah. Yeah. The video, I think it's the same pretty much. I mean, you could still ask yourself questions and then just answer them or you could just talk. And just oh my god i have to try i have to try that because that sounds like such a good idea mm-hmm. i just do it normally when i'm driving and i just talk <sighs> i can't wait to try this <laughs> okay and then for so before we close it out do you have anything else you want to share because um our next segment is our journal prompt Okay, so just really quickly, a quick overview of obscurity. When we go into obscurity, we find our identity. And then we also find out what we were created for. Mm. So that purpose, obscurity. Yeah. A purpose for obscurity. Oh, and then just a little thing, because... If you're like me and God has called you to do something, I have to I have to constantly remind myself it's about being faithful in the process. That's what God wants to see. Like that's what He's looking at. He's not looking at what it's going to end up like. Mm-hmm. For me, I've been I've just been so like worried about how my podcast is going to be. Like what's going to happen with it? Like where is it going to go? And I've been just to focus on the wrong things. Mm. I need to just submit myself to his process. So if God has called you to something, just submit yourself into that process and be faithful through it. Cause that's what he's really checking for. He doesn't care how it could be the, if God calls you to make a song and you make like some weird, crazy half (laughs) song, one, you drop a one verse song, who cares? He's looking at how you went about making that song. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, that's good. But that's it. That's all I had. <laughs> okay, okay. So our journal prompt for this episode, I want you to write down 
How do you respond to life when you feel impatient, confused, uncomfortable, or unfocused? And just start there, you know, start with those and see how you can start to apply like the things, the points that you learned for this episode. (laughs) So that actually wraps up this episode. I do want to ask that you share this episode with at least one person that you know. And we will talk to y'all next week. Bye. Bye.